Welcome back to the podcast of the Francis Asbury Society. This is episode 29, and today we're excited that Kelly Hallahan is sharing the devotion with us. Kelly shares a powerful and encouraging word on generosity. Kelly serves as the Director of Student Ministries here at FAS, and we know that this is the time of year where uh, university students uh, across the country are returning to school. We ask you to pray specifically for the new semester at Asbury University, which will begin on Monday, the 22nd. Let's be praying for these students. Without further ado, here is Kelly's devotion on generosity. Father, we thank you for gathering us um, from the various corners of the world that we are coming from. God, I pray that as we look into your word, uh, that you would speak, that you would uh, minister to to our hearts and uh, make us a generous people. It's in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So this morning, uh, I've been sitting in 2 Corinthians chapter 9. uh, And I'm going to start at verse six, uh, but let me just, while you're finding that, uh, share that Josh and I, with our church, just attended an event called Journey of Generosity. I don't know if you know about the organization that puts on Journeys of Generosity, but they put on these one and two day retreats in order to spur people to generosity, (laughs) Um, to gather some friends and like-minded church members and just talk about and wrestle through uh, this concept of generosity. What does it mean to be a generous people? What is God asking of us? And um, maybe what is he inviting us into? Uh, in regards to generosity. And so that was in the back of my mind as I was preparing. And then with the Francis Asbury um, Bible reading set up by Leroy Lindsay, if you have these, are you doing this? I'm loving it. Um, If you don't have it, you can get them from FAS or on their website. I think there's a downloadable PDF on the student ministries page. So if you're looking for a Bible reading plan, I'm really enjoying it. So Second Corinthians chapter nine, verse six says this, uh, but this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. As it is written, he has dispersed abroad, he has given to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. Now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food, supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness while you are enriched in everything 
for all liberality, which causes thanksgiving through us to God. For the administration of this service not only supplies the needs of the saints, but also is abounding through many thanksgivings to God. And so these verses that we're looking at this morning, um, it's a pretty simple math equation or principle that when, or farming principle, like when you sow sparingly, you reap sparingly. Um, and in my own life, uh, one of the things that as we were leaving Uganda and we were getting ready to come to America, uh, one of the things that somebody prayed over us was that the seeds of generosity that we sowed in Uganda, that we would come home and reap the harvest, <laughs> that people would be as generous to us in America as we were when we lived in Uganda. And um, I just want to testify <laughs> that uh, God answers prayer, <laughs> that it is true, that as we came back and um, leaving the mission field, we were homeless and we were jobless and Josh's parents took us in and we had a home to live in and um, we found a job uh, in New Jersey and then we got a job here at the Francis Asbury Society and God gifted us a house right where we needed it and he filled it with furniture <laughs> from his saints um, we're, I'm sitting right now at a table and chairs, dining room set that was a gift and the couch in our living, like all of these things, like we have lacked nothing <laughs> because not because of our generosity, but because of, we can't outgive God. And, um, what I want us to think about this morning, as we talk about the idea of generosity is not only financial. Like if when I say generosity, you think money, I want you to just pause for a second <laughs> and think about other ways that you can be generous. Um, I think of generosity of heart. When we take time and we look at somebody in the eye and we actually listen um, to how they're doing. And even right now, as we're gathered on this Zoom call, your generosity of time that you have set this time apart, not only for your own benefit, you're carrying needs with you other people's needs. You are interceding on behalf of people that you know and love. And that is generosity of time. It is generosity of heart and energy. I know that you know <laughs> that it takes energy to intercede on behalf of other people. And even a willingness to meet those needs. Sometimes when we're coming to prayer and we're saying, God, please meet the need of my friend, my neighbor. And then like, we have to be open to when God says, okay, I'm going to answer. Can you go do that thing that you just prayed about? <laughs> um, so generosity 
doesn't always have to involve money. <laughs> it can, and it does, <laughs> but also time, also attention, also energy, also prayer. And um, I want to share with you an excerpt from Margaret Thurkelson's book, Realizing the Presence of the Spirit. Um, it's a delightful book. If you ever wanted somebody to tell you kind of how, how do I actually experience the presence of God? Uh, this is a really great how-to book. <laughs> um, but she was talking to her mother. And um, her mother was nearing the end of her life. And here, I'll just start here. It says, Mama told me that for a long time, she had been unaware of how much anger and resentment toward her physically abusive father she had buried. She began to see the effects of that bitterness on her body and her spirit. God urged her to lay down all judgment of her earthly father. Everywhere I turned in my daily prayer time, she said, God revealed to me the poison that was spewing out over my life. The damage of that root of bitterness to all of my life was totally encompassing. And so I want to pause there. So the seeds that she was sowing were anger and bitterness and unforgiveness. And when we sow those liberally, we reap damage and poison in our own lives, right? So anyway, she was seeing his uh, prompts, his the invitations of the spirit to really um, let him have those pieces. Um, to stop sowing seeds of bitterness and unforgiveness. Uh, and so then she says, I was praying one day, pouring out all my pain and hurt from the past. And the dear Lord began to rise up in my heart with such love for God, the father. I thought my heart would literally crack open because its depth and magnitude were so overwhelming in the midst of the washing billows of that love for God the Holy Spirit began to speak in my spirit saying, is there enough love for God to let some of it spill out on your human father? Is there enough generosity and mercy in that divine love for him to receive some of it? And then she said, Lord, you know, my human love is so battered and shallow. I do not want to give any to him. I'm not sure there's enough left for both of us. My dear precious one said, Jesus, Leave your shallow, muddy waters of human love and plunge into this cleansing river of my love for you and your father. There's enough for both of you and lots to spare. I gasped, said mama. I drew back in fear, but something said to me, it's now or never. And I leapt into that pure, holy river of God's love. And it just reminded me as I was reading that of the, this verse here, it says, and God is able, verse eight, to make all grace abound towards you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work. Now, this isn't prosperity gospel that says he wants to give you all things always for your benefit. It's he's able to make all grace abound towards you so that you might have sufficiency. 
in all things and may have an abundance for every good work. We can't outgive God. When we give and we give generously, he makes sure that we have what we need. We can trust him. And um, I'm just really grateful this morning that when we give, he supplies. <laughs> it's in verse 10. It says, now he, may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness while you are enriched in everything not for our good, for all liberality. He's it, When you're a clean channel, he can dump his blessings to the world through you. And I think that's as holiness people, like he needs clean vessels that he can just channel his blessings through and his kindness through and his generosity through. Um, and it's, so that he, so that we can all give thanks to God, right? Abounding through many thanksgivings to God. So this morning, as we head into prayer, uh, I would love for us to think about the things that we have, the time, the energy, the material possessions, the finances, the relationships, that we would let the Holy Spirit inspect us and see if there isn't something in our hands or our hearts or our homes um, that he might not want to use someplace else. And then we can give thanks because he's filling us. He's meeting us. He's using us to meet the world's need. And then hopefully they turn and they see our good works and they glorify our father in heaven. Um, so, yeah, I, I just want to encourage us this morning um, to open our hands to God and um, tell him that all that we have is his and um, that he can use it as he sees fit uh, because we trust him to not leave us um, forsaken or wanting. Yeah. So thanks. Thank you, Kelly, for sharing that important word. We had a great time as a group discussing a little bit back and forth and giving some testimony of God's generosity in our lives and how he's enabled us to pour that out on others. It's such a beautiful picture of God's grace. We thank you for checking out the podcast and continue to pray that these are an encouragement to you, invite you, encourage you to share them with your friends and family. And as always, if you need more information on the Francis Asbury Society or have some questions or want to reach out, check us out on our website, www.francisasburysociety.com. We'd love to hear from you and we will see you next week. God bless.